and welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. We once again, your boy, Darry Lips, and as always, my man, not eating Taco Bell for like the first time ever, Gio. What's this, traitor? No, this is not the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. This oh. is WrestleMania Mouthpiece <laughs> Okay, we, fine. We got a name in front of it. <laughs> okay, wrestling WrestleMania Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. And as always, I'm Andamo. How are you, sir? I'm good. I was about to get really triggered because I thought Gio was going to say something stupid. And then he did, but I approve of it, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah, it was a funny <laughs> stupid, so we'll give him that one. <laughs> right. As British guys, we're very excited about this week. Not going to lie. This turns us on. As much as there's great wrestling, we don't see daylight, basically. We're working night shifts for the whole week. Um, right. WrestleMania is upon us, gentlemen, this week. Let's start with just before we get into the cards and stuff. Are you excited, Gio? Are you into it? Have you got into WrestleMania? Have you got that sort of buzz? Yeah, I'm always into WrestleMania. But like some, has the card got you like, yes, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I like the card. Yeah, I think so too. And Damo, you feeling it? Yes, I'm I'm going through phases because like you say, being on this side of things, we go to bed at 5 5 a.m. now. Um, so it's hard to get fully invested. I think Raw sort of kept me at that level where I'm like, oh, okay. But I think as the week goes on, I'm going to be like a kid at Christmas um, because there's literally something every day. And yeah. that may just like yep, get, inject it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to go to bed at 5, 6 a.m. Monday morning, tired, but knowing that it's not over. I've got Raw still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 even after WrestleMania. Um, uh, yeah, and we still got the Raw after. Right. Uh, let's get into the card, because it's a big card. I think that's where we start, because then there's bits of news that we can go into. And everyone's here to hear what we think of WrestleMania. So we'll start with night one. Um, announced yesterday, we'll start there. New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Um, obviously, it was going to be a six-man um, by adding Butch and Big E, but obviously the Big E thing. Do you think that was the best solution to still get that match on the card? Do you think Pete Duck Butch can still have an impact? Do you think it will still work? Uh, I mean, I think it's fucked up whatever plans they've had. Yeah. But do you think the match will still work? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I don't. You don't? Oh, you <laughs> no. don't think? How come? Uh, no, because I just think now... It's it's just going to be a three on two, isn't it? Like, there's the balance has just gone, and I know, I know that's through nobody's fault. Um, but I feel like it, they probably. I, I mean, you can't leave people like New Day and Sheamus off of Mania, so I get it. But it's that's He's become my F match. So what about unfortunately? Because I like all I like all four men that are involved in the match, and five if you include. Butch, who's no doubt going to be involved from the outside. So does someone, but, do they bring someone back to help a new day? I know we, there hasn't been any rumours of it, but we were talking with someone in Discord last night about maybe, um, wow, I forgot his name. JTG. From, thank you, JTG. Maybe coming out to even the score. Do you see something like that happening? Maybe not him, but do you see something like that? I think that's the only way that, not necessarily to be in the match, not to make it a six man, but to equalize from done i mean it could be anyone i'm not expecting jtg i think he'll just do the hall of fame myself i think because of who it is and the situation around in it i don't think him wrestling is necessarily needed maybe maybe mvp but then is that technically a heel hitting a heel turn for new day going up against a heel team is there any like other one-off guys they could use you know not really because after Raw, we saw what, you know, Bobby Lashley's technically a face now, so. But when they did the card, yeah. when they showed the match, MVP was behind Bobby Lashley. When they confirmed the match, MVP was there. When they did the little um, face-to-face thing, they showed MVP behind him. Um, I still mm. think New Day will win because I think that will, they'll use that match as a little feel-good thing for the fans, you know? Yeah myself um but yeah um now another one next match on night one that people have been sort of smack talking about but not me drew mcintyre versus happy corbin now a lot of people are not feeling it 
I, I, it, for me, it's perfect. I know those two will have a banger. Like the match they did during COVID Raws when Drew was champ on Raw was amazing. They know each other really well. It keeps Drew out of the oh. title picture. I, I don't, don't see anything wrong with this match. Don't talk about Cold War. It was dark times. <laughs> so, for me, with this match, I don't like either of their characters very much. But in terms of like their wrestling ability, they're both very good at what they do. So, I think when it comes down to it, and it's the bell's rung and it's just a match, there is nothing not to be excited about in that match. Because it's two guys who are very good at what they do, who... Like you say, they've had great matches. They both are well-respected within the industry for their in-ring work. Yeah, I'm not bothered about Drew running around with his sword, and I'm not bothered about Corbin running around acting like he won big bucks at the casino, but strip that away, ring the bell, bang, that match will be great. Yeah, I think it will. I think it will. It'll keep, keep Drew momentum. Corbin can eat that loss. With you know, Corbin, for me, is... One of them, like Ziggler, like, it doesn't matter if he wins or loses. He's safe. You know what I mean? And I think maybe him kicking out of end of days, do you think that will happen with how protected that move is? Or do you think no? I don't know, but I'd prefer Corbin to win, though. I think Drew's, Drew's had that moment in the sun for quite a lot of the last two, three years. I Ooh. don't see any issue with pushing Corbin and giving him that He's beaten McIntyre. He's now legitimate, legitimized himself in the main event because a loss doesn't stop Drew being main event. Corbin, they're, they're on SmackDown. Makes they, Corbin main event. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it could push Corbin to the Ricochet feuds later. Yeah. Corbin would be perfect for that for Ricochet because Ricochet could win a couple. Corbin could be IC champ. Like, no drama with that. That's why I was thinking if Corbin wins that and then maybe some stuff with Ricochet, that might work. It'd be mm. nice to have Corbin win. I don't see it, but. Maybe. I just think, like I, said, I don't think a loss takes Drew out of the main event scene, but a loss stops Corbin getting to the main event scene, and I think he's done enough. And he's he basically, just, if they tell him You're, we want you to do this, he does it. He don't care. Like he'll just get involved in everything because he wants to be involved. So you know he probably deserves a little bit of a a rub, and I think let him win this because it's been so stacked that McIntyre's going to win it. Curveball it, sod it. I'd like to think that they're going to put them in the tag division after this with him and Moss and just have them feud with probably Nakamura and Boogs. That could work. Corbin and Moss is a tag team. I don't want that. Yeah, I'd rather him go for Ricochet. I'm not going to lie. Because even Ricochet could win that feud. But we'll see. Again, I think this match will be a banger and will surprise people how good it is. The problem is because people aren't so interested, they'll use it as like the toilet break. And I don't think people should do that because... These two know how to go, and they'll put on a hell of a fight. Um, right. SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Usos versus Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Nakamura and um, Boogs all day. So, yeah, Nakamura and Boogs will win that simply because of a prediction for the uh, unified title match. Yeah. Uh, but I do think I do think they'll, they'll go with those two because they're pretty much the most over team they've got right now, Nakamura and yeah. Boogs for me. Yeah. Um, so I hundred percent think those two win. But again, so conversation that again last night, just waiting to veer off. And you know, I didn't get to ask Gio and we can put it on there. So we'll start with you, Gio. How close to the best tag team, first of all, currently, and then second of all, ever, would you put the Usos? I I would say give them like maybe 13, 14. What, ever? Uh, up there, yeah. And then for current, best current tag team? Best current? In WWE? No, in, in wrestling. In Would you wrestling? say that they're the best tag team right now in wrestling? In wrestling, I'd say hmm, tag team wise. See, I really don't know. See, in, I would say current. currently they are the best. And for me, ever would be a top five. They would come into my head within five tag teams that I think of. I think. What about yourself, Dana? Where would you put them? Um, so I'm going to stand by what I said last night. I'd put them actually top five or six of all time in terms of taking what they are doing now and the work they are putting in now 
because that's what I'm looking at against the best that anybody else has done. I'd put them five or six in terms of currently. I'm just going to stick with it's very close, but I'd put them at number one just ahead of FTR. But this weekend could flip it to being FTR just ahead of the Usos. I mean, that's where I'd go. I'd say right now it's FTR. I, it's so close between them, and I just think with what Usos are doing now, that's what's given them the edge over. Yeah, because FTR. is it is that more because of what yes. FTR are getting to do? I think my issue is yeah, FTR just feel a bit flat because they didn't, they've not been given the rub. They've not had the, the title reigns that they they deserve to be one of the like, they deserve to be in that conversation of best tag teams of right now, and they have the potential to be one of the best that we ever we've ever seen. But they're just being so badly handled by first WWE and now AEW that it's well, yeah, for me to give them that. See, when a tech team is so good, at. how do you get them so wrong? That's, <clears> this is two companies now that feel like you're dropping the ball with them. But is it because yeah. they're too good and expectations are maybe too high? Again, that that's my argument with people say things like, go to AEW and you're you're you, you know, they'll have a better run there. And I'm like, they're they're not doing anything that they weren't doing in WWE. They're doing the same exact thing. Almost, yeah. Just not scratching their itching powder in their trunks. That was that was the end for me. At that point, yeah. I was like, okay, they have to go. They have to leave. This is ridiculous. How can you treat them like that? But is that the issue? Like, are, are, do we see something that maybe bookers are not? Like, I don't see how people can't see how good they are with what they're getting them to do, you know? But yeah, it's, yeah. A, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. This weekend will be a very big weekend for them because they're finally getting the feud, the match that they've wanted for so and long. which we've all wanted. Like, it, it, everyone, it, like you can say what you like about um, the Briscoes. You know, they've, they've got a history. You've got, there's a certain element that you can't ignore what they've said and what they've done. But again, when they're in the ring, they're one of the best. And yes. that match... That was one of the big things that when FTR left and joined AEW and they opened the door and was like, we're going to be able to go elsewhere. You're like, okay, I want to see that. Yeah, they did. And see now we're what, two years down the line and we're finally getting it. Yeah. I know it's only happening because the Briscoes have sort of turned around and said, you know, what, actually, we, we did we did mess up. We we apologize. We, we're not those people, we're not the people that we were then, blah, blah, blah. And it's interesting that the wrestling community thing. Oh, actually, the Briscoes have apologised. I like that. I like. And it was Briscoes. a proper apology. It was. A yeah, proper it was. Apology. It, it, like it, reading it, you felt like okay, that that was an apology. Sometimes you read things, you're, like, you're just saying that because you want to get back on on the scene. Um, but yeah, I think this weekend, both the Usos and FTR are going to put on absolute bangers of matches, which is going to just give me more proof in my mind that yeah, they're the top two. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, more tag action. Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus Miz and Logan Paul. Um, I think the build is going to overshadow the actual match. I've enjoyed the sort of build up to it. Um, I think Logan Paul is going to surprise you guys because... I don't think he's he is. by some good people. I don't think he's going to surprise us at all because I'm actually really looking forward to Logan Paul stepping into the ring because unlike most people that I've spoken to, I actually understand that Logan Paul's trained to wrestle. Yeah, he has actually <laughs> trained. He's taking it serious. Yeah, yeah. And from, yeah, everything I've read, that's the reason that we haven't seen him get too much physical. Like on last night, you know, leaving the Miz to it because I think they're trying to hold off on how much he'll surprise people. Because I think they see how many people are like, oh, he shouldn't be anywhere near the ring. He doesn't understand what he's doing. And I think he's going to shock everyone. I think he'll be better than Dominic. Oh, <laughs> mate. I think me, you, and Gio could step into the ring and be better than Dominic. Oh, that's a triple threat that we need to have happen. Uh, <laughs> me and my dad need to probably go. Exactly. We'll chop lock his knees out, and that's it. Gio, done. Throw some taco Gio, bow outside. <laughs> we will see you at the performance center at the start of I mean, May. We will have that match. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, me and Rey Mysterio will probably like neck and neck on knee injuries, so I can take, I can take him back. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think Miz and Logan Paul win that too. Yes, I do. I think I think they let them two win it. I Maybe. don't think they win it clean. No, I think but I it. think also Logan Paul might take out the Miz too. I don't know why. I feel like Logan Paul's just going to be left standing. Miz I don't know why. I've Logan Paul at some oh, yeah. wait. They could, could build that all the way to the next Mania because it's Hollywood, isn't it? The Miz yeah, yeah. Hollywood level feud. 
Will Will there be a rematch involving zombies? <laughs> oh, oh God, I need it. Bring back the zombies. <laughs> um, Raw Women's Championship: Becky Lynch taking on Bianca Belair. This is my piss break match. Uh, you're not Don't interested. Care. Even so, I feel like after last night, though, with the haircut and stuff, that I now think that Becky's gonna win. Yes, how do you here's my thing is, how do you fuck up Becky Lynch so badly? They've not fucked up Becky Lynch badly. Bianca Belair's just awful. Yeah, I don't dig this whole big time Becky bullshit. I think what hasn't helped is it might work if it was against someone Someone stronger. I, yeah, I just don't. See, Bianca is the heir to that Becky Lynch throne at all. So, a couple of weeks ago, I read that Becky had requested <laughs> her versus Bianca at Mania, Bianca going over, and then after Mania in the build-up to WrestleMania Backlash, because I'm pretty sure that's what we're still calling it, she was going to feud with Liv, and Liv, she was then going to put Liv over, so it was Liv versus Bianca at Backlash. However, See- I watched last night, and... I don't know if that's contender never gets that bigger nah. victory over the champ if you're going to win the title. I just and it felt feel, like yeah. as soon as the scissors came out, you were like, Becky's not cutting Bianca's fair care. Yeah. So um, I think I think Becky retains, and then maybe she puts Liv over. Yeah, maybe they've seen in this like last couple of weeks that Bianca just isn't ready. Like, She's I very good. I just don't think she's like over kid. enough to be yeah. the main challenge. Ring work is impressive. However, it's she gives me similar vibes, but not in the same sense as the Young Bucks in terms of her matches are spots that are set up to make her look good. Like NXT, I didn't get that vibe. In NXT, she was really impressive. And I was like, you know what? Legitimately move her up. She could go. But then put a microphone in her hand and then did all this other stuff, and I'm like, no, I just don't. I don't buy it. I don't buy the EST. I don't. She needs to go heel. She needs to be a dick. Like proper switch character. Have a lose to Becky. Switch her up. Like you say, Becky can put Liv over because that was one of the original plans. And then heel Bianca maybe could go back after Liv. But as things stand, nah, not for me. Yeah, I'm gonna I think that that, I had thought Bianca had this one set because of what pretty much what we you spoke about a couple of weeks ago. But mm. I now think. Um, Bianca, uh, Becky will win because of what I saw last night. I just feel that that was too big a victory for Bianca. Yeah. Uh, then on the mic one as well, SmackDown Women's Champ, Charlotte Flair taking on Ronda Rousey. So Ronda Rousey causes a lot of comment. So this last week, I've watched a lot of people like, she doesn't get the business, she doesn't do this, she doesn't know what she's doing. I like Ronda. It's difficult for me. Like, you see she's raw. And you see that she's got lots to learn, but she brings, I don't know. She brings certain vibes to me that when she wasn't here, I missed her not being around. Maybe when she was here the first time, I was a bit sick of it. But then when she's gone, you're like, actually, you need a woman like that in this division so bad. I do think she wins. I think she beat Charlotte. Um, But where do you stand on this whole Ronda? Ronda is garbage side. First and foremost, she's not a wrestler. Yeah, she never has been. She's never going to be. However, she is a legitimate technical fighter, and people discredit her because she doesn't. Because she needs to call her spots. Because she doesn't, you know, do the wrestling nonsense that you get from time to time in WWE. But Charlotte Flair doesn't need to give her that either. So I think in terms of this feud, while people are, oh, it's just been a bit. Charlotte Flair's matches a lot of the time do just boil down to that anyway. And I think the two styles that they've got will work perfectly. And when Ronda's music hits, you get that goosebump moment. You're like, oh, you're in for a fight now. And that's what the women's division needs. Yes. Like, and it has okay, She's not great time. on promos. But you tell me one person who's been through UFC, not including Brock, because Brock was WWE and then UFC. Name one person in UFC who you would put on a microphone and you would know they are going to blow it. Probably get two, maybe three. Maximum. And that's at a push for me. Like, that's at that's a push. Not, UFC don't come out and cut promos. So of course she's going to be rubbish on the microphone because it's not how she's been. And I've done, why, why, why does anyone look at Ronda Rousey like that? I want yeah. someone to just come yeah. out and fight. 
Like, I don't always want the all-round package. And Ronda is a come-out-and-fight kind of girl, you know? She don't mess about. If you look at the women's division, there's Becky, you can give her a microphone and you know you're going to be fine. Bailey, you give her a microphone, you know she's going to be fine. Charlotte, she's going to be, she's going to get heat, but she's going to be fine. Sasha's ropey, but then from there down, you're just a bit like, they're all pretty poor at promos. So yeah, what what difference does it make if Ronda's just another person who's poor at promos? Yeah. Gia, what do you gonna, make of Ronda? She's knock you out. <laughs> what, what's your feelings on Ronda? Both women matches are the matches I'm looking least forward to. Oh, really? You're not feeling it? I just... I, I don't... I don't know. I just... I don't like them. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Do you know what I mean? We'll I think, just... We'll end there. <laughs> I think because I'm looking at Ronda versus Charlotte as a fight, not a wrestling match, which makes me a little bit more intrigued by it. I, don't that, think if, I think if I looked at that as a wrestling match the same way you'd look at all the other matches, I'd be like, mm, nah, but I'm looking at it as a fight because they've built it as a fight. Yes, there's been no wrestling involved. It's felt personal. It's felt violent, which is exactly what you want that match to be. Yeah. Um, right, Seth Rollins is on night one versus an opponent of Vince McMahon's choosing. Are it's we all in agreement? That is Cody. There's nobody else that could be. Fiend? I've seen mentioned. You not see that Twitter? This vacant guy? Yeah, it could just be a meme, but there's a dude that's made vacant that says he's going to take his title just like he did before, blah, blah, blah. It's got to be Cody, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's not vacant. Vacant, the joke there is he had to vacate the title when he hurt his knee. True. But opponent of Vince, yeah. do you think it's do you think it's silly to not just announce it, get people hyped for it for sales, or do you think they're doing this the right way? They're doing it the right way. You don't think it would help just to say you're fighting Cody? Nah. I see. I I would. I think now with the way wrestling world is and internet stuff, just cash in on it. I feel like it would be better for sales if people knew that Cody's there and fighting Seth Rollins, more people would probably buy it. Because right now it's, uh, is it, is it maybe, even though we're pretty sure it is, I just feel like these days, just fessing up and going, this guy's here, this guy's coming back. Look at Austin, like saying that Austin's on the KO show and he's agreed to do it, it's going to make more people buy WrestleMania. But I just feel like they may be missing a bit of a cash grab on Cody. Damo, you think it's Cody, or are you expecting someone else, or are you expecting um, the night um, after? Maybe they troll us. I'm pretty sure it's Cody. It has to be. I just think, uh, yeah. And whilst part of me agrees with you saying they should have just told us, I think this doing it this way winds up a few people a bit more, and I'm all for that level of shit housing. Yeah, you think it's People just shit really it maybe want... a them AEW fans 100%. that go too far? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, if you look at some of the tweets that have been put out, it's just, it's gold. Absolute oh, some gold. of the replies from, like, because there's some proper AEW hardcore yeah. fans out there. Like, good Lord. Like, I think, and I'm all about it. Like, show your loyalty, but Jesus, don't cry too hard. But what a banger. It'll be a banger of a match, too. Yeah. Seth versus Cody. Let's go. Because Seth, again, is, like, for me, like, Corbin, win, lose, or draw, Seth's safe as hell. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, yeah, can, he can beat someone, lose to someone. It doesn't change his standing <laughs> for me. I think I, I know it's just this is just an example. I think if it was someone like no disrespect from me, if it was Elias that turned out to be the mystery opponent, a loss would hurt Seth. Yes. But I don't think with how it's been built that it would be that kind of person. It's gonna be a Cody or like you say, someone's mentioned the fiend. It'd have to be of that level. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I do think it's Cody, and I'm looking forward to it. Um and then finally the KO show with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Just gonna be a fight. I'm all about it. Do want to give props to how well Kevin Owens has built this KO show on his own. Like with no one else. They've gone, Kev, Stone Cold's not going to turn up till the day. He's going to do one little segment out in a fucking field. Can you carry this whole thing? And KO's just run with it. Like his mm. promos have been gold. Even last night, gold. Uh, doing the what, what, what? Yeah, that's what I'm not looking forward to is just 
people going, what, what, what? <laughs> You're not a fan of the what? Oh, my gosh. Sweet. I'm Cheer naming up. the title what. What? Yeah. I'm naming it. The title of this pod is now what, what, what? It's cool. It, it gets too much, especially when it's not him in the ring and other people are like, Hitting it with other wrestlers. It's like, come on. I don't know. When the wrestlers interact with it, like Roman last night, where he was like, say what again, I'll come out there and smash all of you. <laughs> That's the difference. It's when the wrestler harnesses it and uses it like Roman did. But you get so many people like Charlotte Flair, when they want her, she just gets pissy and annoying. Yeah. Like, you're pissy and annoying anyway. You don't have to ramp it up. We already dislike you. Um, but then Roman took it and just used it brilliantly. Um, a couple of weeks back, Eddie Kingston took it and used it and yeah. just shut it down. Like they're the people that it, it works with them, but others you just like I hate the what and I hate the responses to the what. Yeah, yeah. Just get get into it, innit? Well, I think it was Seth not so long ago, was it? He was like, They're whited me. <laughs> yeah. And he just got into it. But yeah. Well, that's night one. Night one, I'm excited for. I mean, apparently the Stone Cold segment's gonna be the main event, but the Charlotte Ronda will be the match main event. Kind of get that. I think Stone Cold's return to end the night is is pretty big, in it, especially being Texas. I do understand why that's happening. Uh, then it leads us on to night two. We've got the Women's Tag Team Championship. Zelina Carmella, Spanks and Naomi, Ripley and Morgan, Natalia and Baszler. I couldn't care less. I'm just currently counting my empty hands to see how many fucks I give. Yeah. yeah that-, that is definitely... If that's opening night two, I, I know <laughs> I can... I can make food a bit longer. Yeah, that'll be the that'll be the food gap between um, anything. I hope else yeah. watching. Put, put it in the middle, um, and I'll be fine yeah. with that. But I think Natalia and Baszler win. I'm just putting it out there. I think oh. those two win. But I, I, think I honestly, I couldn't care. No, I think Sasha will turn and fuck up Naomi like Sasha does. Um, right, moving on to that because no one actually cares. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Anything goes. The question is. How many tables is Johnny Knoxville going through? <laughs> I, I guarantee you, you're going to get a bunch of the jackass people showing up. Yeah, it's just going to turn into an episode of Jackass, I think. I and can't he... remember who said it, but yesterday someone suggested Butterbean, and if it doesn't happen, I'm... Oh, pissed. yes, Butterbean come out. <laughs> to re- reignite that feud with Knoxville, bring out Butterbean. <laughs> Butterbean, but he boxed him in the store. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We need it, Sammy. Get on that phone. Sort it. Um, that would just be... It will be fun. I know people are like, Mama, people want to see... People enjoy seeing Johnny Knoxville get beat up. Like, he's made a living off that. Sammy Zayn can what, do this well. Like, yeah. Sammy Zayn has played this off perfectly. Yes. Like, with the phone number and everything. Again, like... Really good build to this match in a match where when people first heard it, they were like, ugh. But now you actually are like, I want to see Sami Zayn beat you up. Not going to lie. <laughs> the three matches I'm most looking forward to have been built by one man alone. Yes. You've got the, the Kevin Owens, Austin stuff. Kevin Owens has built it all himself. Fantastic. Seth Rollins, mystery opponent. We don't even know who the hell's showing up. And already we're so invested in it because Seth Rollins has done an absolute number. Mm-hmm. And Sami Zayn has just taken this feud that he probably didn't want to do. When he signed up, he was probably like, you know, I'm going to be Intercontinental Champion. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then they've gone, we're giving you Knoxville. He's probably like, what the fuck? Sure, let's go. Um, and he's They've been really allowed to express themselves creatively. And Sammy said it in an interview. The reason he re-signed with WWE was because of how much creative control he's been offered over his character going forward. Which is great. Like, I'm I'm assuming Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn both kind of have that because I think what they've done, they've literally been said, this is what we're doing for you at WrestleMania. Can you go and make it happen? And they both Mm. have so well. Like, yeah, yeah, all about it. Uh, More celebrity nonsense. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Low-key, going to be a banger. Going to be a banger. Austin Theory is very much, obviously, Vince's chosen one right now. Pat McAfee is just gold dust. Oh, can't wait. Again, Pat is somebody who takes it seriously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Pat will put on a match. I'm a little bit surprised that they fed Ricochet to Theory. There's a lot of guys on that roster that could have took that Mm. spot. But I'm guessing that they want Theory to come out of this still strong. 
because I think Theory will win like the US title pretty quick after this. I do. Yeah. I do see Theory with a US title run. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to it because again, we know Pat McAfee can go, and with Austin Theory's positioning right now, yeah, all good. Uh, match that was made last night. Omos gets Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's big return knocked Omos off his feet. Um, if it puts an end to this Omos nonsense, I'm all for it. So I guess we're going with face Bobby Lashley now. Uh, I think they're just using the fact that people were going to pop his return and we want Omos to be quiet more than anything. I don't think it will last as a face myself, but maybe. Maybe. Because I'm assuming MVP will get a pop too. Um, he's He's been healed for most of his runs, so. Yeah. Yeah. He had think- like a blink of a face run and that was it. Yeah, yeah I think it like Darry said, he was always going to get a pop because we weren't expecting him back for a couple of months. And I think they'll just capitalise on that. And I don't think he necessarily needs to go face-face, but anybody going up against Omos is going get getting yeah. face I'm not expecting much from it, though, because I don't know if Omos is going to be able to... I think he, Bobby Lashley's going to show just how unready Omos is, and this will be the end yeah. of this little Omos push. Yeah. I think it will highlight, like, because it's a quite a big match for Omos. Like, if you are in a push to get a WrestleMania match against Bobby Lashley with how Bobby Lashley's been, that's a big yeah. deal. That means, you know, this is them saying, go and prove everyone wrong, or you'll end up proving everyone right, and you won't get booked again for months and months. We'll see you in the 24-7 shenanigans. Um, Here's the thing. I'm, you know what I'm predicting at the end of that match? Go on. I'm predicting Gable Stevenson debuts and him and... Him and Lashley feud. He's already mentioned that he will I be at WrestleMania that. and then exactly. deleted the tweet. Um, however, I'm going to throw off from me saying they'll feud because when he was last at Raw, heel Bobby Lashley walked over to him, shook his hand and gave him a hug in the crowd. You think, oh, you think he'll be part of like some new Hurt business? A more, a more face version, possibly. Cause we, okay. Like, Lashley coming going against Omos makes it impossible for him to be the monster heel that he was. No, I mean it's going to be very difficult for him to go back to that. I just what a mentor having him do with Lashley. What a mentor having him in there with Lashley, who's done it all, and MVP. Imagine because yeah, they're not doing. There was meant to be Kurt Angle with him, weren't it originally? They're not doing that now, are they? So you put Stevenson with someone like Lashley and MVP as a mouthpiece for a bit. That's money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is I think that's where they're going with that. Mm, I could see that, actually. Yeah, okay. Oh, you heard it here first, peeps. You heard it first. Uh, Tag Team Championships, RK Bro, Street Profits, Alpha Academy. Uh, Again, the build for this has been great. I liked the main event last night. Uh, RK Bro Mm -hmm. definitely losing because they were so on the pop. Who's winning, though? Do they Street put profits. it? Do you think your profits get the title run? Yep. You... I think he'll Street Profits, and I think that's Randy's going to finally turn on Riddle after the match. Because they wanted that. That was meant to be the match main event, wasn't it? For one night, Matt Riddle, Randy Orton. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the talk was that Riddle was going to win the Rumble, and Randy would turn yeah, on him. But... I, like I said, I, I have a feeling they're finally going to lose, and the big breakup's going to happen there. And the safe pair of hands is put it on this new heel street profit persona and move forward. Fair. Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah. And they can feud with Lashley and Stevenson. Yeah. Love it. I'm already already booking it. Book it. Um then match of the ages, tick a dream box. Trip tick a dream match box. Edge versus AJ Styles. Yeah, you just know you're gonna get a banger. Like even older versions, I just get they know what to do. First time ever. Love this new heel edge. AJ Styles is the man. I'm just hoping we get a good AJ Styles mania match for once. Besides besides the Boneyard match, his matches haven't been the best. I didn't like him versus Shane. Him versus Shane was all right. But like, it's just, I feel like he's never really gotten a good WrestleMania match. No, last year he was in that tag match already with Omos. So this is the what chance. I mean, versus Edge, this is 
you know, this is on the list of people wanting to see before Edge finally goes off forever. This is definitely on that list. Um, the is the worst one, though, because I, I, I just didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, winner takes all. Lesnar versus Roman. Oof. Roman. Oh. Roman. It, it's Roman. I think it's got to be because Lesnar's been around so for such a long time. There's no way they signed him for much longer. I just, yeah, Roman wins and then build towards Rock next year. Because if it's winner take all, this is a way to stop that universal title run without him losing. Because now it becomes a different title. That's how I'm thinking that they're looking at it because they're like, oh my God, how do we keep the title on for another year without it getting boring? Merge the two, make a new title, make new titles everywhere. You know? Yeah. Like I said, he's he's going to win it. They're going to have some big celebration the next night to give him the new belt. Boom, the Rock interrupts, sets up for next year. You think Rock interrupts straight away? Not. I think he'll interrupt that, that Monday Mania. Oh, my God. Can you imagine and if then, the Rock comes back Monday be, after Mania? It'll be long build that's what I'm saying is you're gonna get like the rock Cena type build where he won't be there all the time but everybody knows that this is the way they're going I would love that not gonna lie maybe, see maybe if all this stuff happens I'm happy to stay awake till 5am every day not gonna lie back <laughs> but it's it's definitely gonna be I, I have a feeling they're gonna go with a year-long build on So, yeah, another reason for the Reigns-Brock thing. So Brock's doing this wonderful face character and they've slowly been turning up the heat on this new thing with Reigns, you know, making him the biggest, baddest monster. What better way to push that to the ultimate peak than to have him beat Brock Lesnar, who was always that character. Brock Lesnar was always the biggest, baddest monster in the business. Like I said, now that you get a new belt, it gives there's there's going to be a reason for an interruption that that Monday. Like he's going to be presented with the new belt and be like, "I've taken out everybody." Blah blah blah. Boom! Rock interferes. Says, "I'm the real head of the table, bitch." Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. I can dig it. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I actually think Roman wins too. But yeah, now I want The Rock to come back the next night. So thanks, Gia. I'm going to be crying come Monday and it'll be 3 a.m. <clears throat> and I'll be tired after um, a week of it. So, you know. <laughs> another thing with Brock is his last deal um, was signed. It was an 18-month deal to take him to February 2023. It was a contract for between 8 and 12 matches. So he's got 10 months left on this deal. And... WrestleMania will be match seven of his eight to 12 match deal. So it makes sense that he's probably going to disappear for a little bit and then have something around SummerSlam time. Oh, of course. Fair enough. That works. But anyway, should be good. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it all. Um, There's obviously, uh, was it called the Multiverse of Madness? Is it? Mm -hmm. Is that TNA? Is that what it's called? Like, isn't that the Doctor Strange film, though? Multi- no, the <laughs> multiverse of matches. Matches. Thank you. Because I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's Doctor Strange, though. Uh, that's coming up and on Friday. Do you think that's weird to do it the Friday, same as Hall of Fame and stuff? I don't know. It just seems strange for them. Everybody likes to cash in on WrestleMania weekend, though, don't they? Yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. Have been very good in that they've created this weekend for everybody else to get involved in. Which is why I think it's a bit... I know they've got the Ring of Honor thing, but AEW is surprisingly quiet. Uh, yeah, and the card's pretty good. Like, Jay White versus Chris Saban will be a banger. Um, New Japan versus, what was it? Uh, Ishii versus Eddie Edwards, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ishii, Eddie Edwards. And then the Briscoes against the Good Brothers. Sure. Like, yep. I'm not, you know, all about that. Uh, Parazzo will defend one of her nope. titles. Is that right? Um, yeah, sorry, she's defend. So she... the AAA one is she defending? Because I'm pretty sure I saw that they were yeah. like the, the, the Ring of Ring of Honor, not women's champ. There wasn't a women's champ, but she's the Ring of Honor world champ, no? Yeah, yeah. So they've, well, they've pulled her from the. They're making an interim oh. or whatever. 
Yeah, what? How is there an interim title if she's got so, the title? I think so the they, I think this. Go on, Gio. You go. Yeah, I was explaining. Basically, what they're doing is because she's going to be at the multiverse and not being able to go to the supercard. They're doing an interim championship, which then the winner of that match at a later date will fight Perazzo to unify those belts for an undisputed women's champ. Well, Seems that is like correct. Briscoes are both booked on both are booked on both cards as well. I think it's more of an issue that Impact are a bit pissy that Tony Khan's taken over, and he's worried that his top one of his Impact are worried that one of their top women is going to go under to another one of Tony Khan's puppets. So will she defend the AAA one? I reckon she defends the AAA title against TBA, um, and then the Ring of Honor thing. It'll come down the line. Wow. But yeah, I think it's I think there's a the impact are a bit annoyed with Arrow with the supercard thing because of they're expecting their champion well, yeah. you know, the woman that they've pinned everything on just get slapped about. Well that's um that leads us into the next bit of news that Leo Gio actually put just before we started and that I'd had already written down. Uh Tony Card pissing other people off again. Um MJF apparently and him had the pretty heated discussion over the weekend of so it was MJF's comments during an interview saying that his contract when it expires and he's not afraid to stir the pot and blah blah blah. Um when you're what does he say? When you're as talented and as over and as much as a drawer as me, if I want to, I can bite off Tony Khan's fingers. He knows where his bread is buttered. And if that offends somebody in the locker room, which I know it does, oh, well, cry about it. Get more over than me. Oh, wait, that's right. You can't because I'm literally the best talker in the business and one of the best wrestlers in the history of the business. Bell to bell. Um, that's why I got into this business. So that's why I'm not afraid to talk about where my contract's up and I'm not afraid to stir that pot. Apparently, yeah. Tony didn't take too kindly to that. And do you agree? Or do you think it's just, do you think it's I MJF don't... saying, come pay for me at 24? Exactly. He's smart. He knows that he's going to be a big talked about person once his contract is up. So by stirring this pot, he's creating a money war. Yeah, yeah. Because again, he he even said that, didn't he? He said it's already been leaked several times. Even if it wasn't leaked, I would have known. But legally, I cannot discuss why. So it's pretty clear that he knows that WWE wants him. He also also knows that Bruce Pritchard is a massive fan. Massive fan. Yeah, he, massive fan. Because he even said that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he even put it in there. Think it was a stupid interview, though? Like, while you're still under such a long contract? Or do you think it's... He was very know? clever in that he stated that he would not talk about his contract until the end of his current contract. So he didn't actually do anything wrong. He just created... He's MJF. He's a, he's a bad guy. He's a heel. He's, you know, he trash talks everything. Yeah, and that's kind of what he did, apart from Pritchard, <laughs> which is what I think has pissed people off because Pritchard made moves for him before he signed with AEW. But then he chose AEW because it was right for him. Back in the day, Hulk Hogan used to do the same thing. He would, you know, every time his contract was up in WCW, he would say something like, "Oh, Vince McMahon is interested in me," just so that Bischoff would throw in the extra few bucks to keep him. But. See, I, I don't know. Like, this might be the first time I've read of a Tony Khan bur- outburst and maybe agree with him because I feel like you should clear that kind of interview with a PR team. Like, sure, I, I can't blame him for wanting to get a bigger contract, wanting to get paid. Totally about that. But I, I don't know if it's, you know, 2024 is a long way away. He might not be the, ho- the hottest thing around by 2024. Someone else might have a crazy year next year. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think yeah. the only reason Tony Khan has said that it wasn't cleared with the PR team is because it reflects badly on them that one of their big stars has subtly hinted that he will move away. I think if it had been MJF saying, oh, you know, AEW is fantastic, blah, 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 he wouldn't have cared that it hadn't been through the PR team. Yeah. Tony Khan is terrified of people disliking and people not thinking AEW is the greatest thing on the planet that's why they're so pissed that cody walked away because cody walking away has put a chink in the armor 
and that's why they won't release people. That's why they've got a roster that's bloated as hell because Tony Khan doesn't want people to think they could go to AEW only to be released. He's he's done very well in creating this company that looks like it's there for the people who are employed by them. And more bloated because they got some mystery person coming in. I I think there's going to be several women join within the next couple of weeks as part of this Owen Hart classic tournament thing. Yeah, I think so too. Tony Storm would be an Ember Moon, I'm expecting. (laughs) As many, many, as maximum two. So, how does he know? Because he knows Bruce Pritchard. Where does MJF know? Is it MLW Um, stuff? MLW, yeah. Bruce followed him heavily in MLW. Right, right, right. Okay. Obviously, Bruce followed him to try and get him into WWE. Well, but yeah, he, he originally put in like a thing for Tough Enough. Yeah, um, ah. he ended up going to AEW because he said at the time that was the best decision for his career because they would allow him to express himself and be who he wanted to be. Which is what I was saying last night. If it had come to WWE and gone on NXT, whilst he'd have still had the platform to show himself off, he would not be where he is now. Like AEW threw the cards on the table and said, "You go out, we'll give you the spotlight." enjoy it he'd have had to have earned it in wwe and it'd have been a bit yeah but now wwe like oh come on let's get that boy in definitely can you imagine if they still cody and mjf good lord almighty good lord almighty uh right let's get on to some reviews gia what did you have this week good sir oh no we're not done because there's other news in there that yes just scammed over which one? Oh, the fanatics Come on, Gio. You are stolen. You are stolen. No. <laughs> Sir, you're forgetting about uh, Demos news. <laughs> oh, this is true. Okay. Sorry. My apologies. Yes. Um, Demo sent a Instagram link. <laughs> Despite trashy and unsavory allegations against me that I have beat, I'd still like to have a career within the E at WWNXT. None under then Velveteen Dream put this out when? Yesterday or mm-hmm. today? It was yesterday. So he's saying he's beaten the allegations. Uh, he also says, I was never guilty and I've got a hell of a lot of talent. I'm only 26. I'm ready to go to the show what it should be. What are, you, what, are, what are your thoughts on if he's beaten the allegations, do you think he can come back from it? Do you think WWE would have him back from it? Where, where are we thinking? Yeah, Damo, you're one of the bigger fans. Allegations aside, I'm going to just look at the athlete and the individual. Massive fan. Like, promo, in-ring work, it was great. The things he did as the Velveteen Dream within the confides of the Performance Centre were fantastic. And I know that Triple H, Shawn Michaels, um, everybody backstage at NXT loved him. And so much so that while the allegations were going on, they talked about putting him under a mask and having him do a different character, but people found out and it was a bit of a thing. If he's cleared his name, big if, because there's nothing online anywhere, only his comment on Instagram. Like, literally, you Google it, nothing comes up. It's just stuff from February and January where he's talking about this mask thing. Anyway, if he's cleared his name, he will go back to WWE, he will go back to NXT, and he will rebuild himself from there and... It'll take a lot for the fans to come on side, but if they've got this evidence that he is clear, eventually they'll come back. Um, I don't think he goes anywhere else because I don't think he's he fits anywhere else. Like that character is made for sports entertainment, not for professional wrestling. And it sounds like from what he said, that's what he wants to do. He wants to be an entertainer. Um however, if it's just him trying to get his name out there again and he hasn't cleared his name. I think this is his last shot at trying to get back. I think if this isn't over now, he's finished because he's just going to throw himself out there. More shit's going to fall on top of him and that will ultimately be the end of the dream. Joe, what are your thoughts? I've always been the guy that said that I can't believe anything that came out about him because none of it has ever really been solid type evidence you know mm-hmm. I that, that's always been me as I've always said like there's nothing solid that shows that he did it or that it was him because he hasn't been arrested there's no there's no 
investigations about it or nothing. If this was as serious as everybody makes it out, like it's a very serious thing, why is there nothing going on about it? Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I, and I just think at the time, like WWE are very quick to react to these kind of things. And they didn't sack him straight away, which always meant, like for me, they, they don't mess about. If there's any doubt, you're gone. Do you know what I mean? On something like this. And yeah. they move quick for it, you know? And it, they did it with this one. Look what happened to Gallagher. The yeah, minute yeah. he said, it was me, they were like, fuck off, you're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't mess about. And I just feel, you know, just feel that they weren't so sure that this thing was true. I mean, if he's beaten it, yeah, I think he's back in a heartbeat. Because I don't think WWE particularly wanted to get rid of him to start with. No. It was fan pressure that made them get rid. Yeah. And I think he'll do well on this new 2.0. Good character. Yeah. He's yeah. a good character for that. So we'll see. Good luck to him. If it's true, of course. But as a wrestler, it'd be nice to have him back. Um, we'll actually do Idiot of the Week now as well, because it will lead first, obviously, Triple yep. H. Since we were last here, <laughs> Triple H has retired from wrestling. I totally get it. Like, there's no way he could come wrestle again with everything that happened. He's basically got, a, like, a permanent defibrillator in his heart, right? Um, yeah. So... I mean, it's very sad. Don't get me wrong. It's very, very sad um, because that, that feels like my childhood wrestling definitely gone. But He's then, the yeah, 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 he is. Like, I'm seeing Austin come back and there's Talk Rock next year, but I'm not going to see Triple H again. It's very weird for me. Very, very weird position to be. Very sad. But um, there is obviously someone that just couldn't stop themselves from being a dick. Uh, Ryback, Ryback didn't even when he had a chance to fucking take it back, he just sort of doubled down on it, didn't he? he just he yep. didn't fuck about. So he tweeted after while everyone's saying thanks Triple H and bye and good luck and hope you get better and blah blah blah. Ryback put, you ended up being the biggest biggest disappointment for me personally from loving you growing up, but I wish you well in retirement and future good health. I mean, oh my god. Why is he such a tool? He has such bitter grapes. It reminds me of like when Bret Hart was gone for so long. Like, (laughs) let get over yourself. You were never a big star. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was never. Other things he said over the over the week that come, you know, continue to make him the idiot. It's complaining that WWE suppressed his his twitter yep. so that people wouldn't follow him yeah because um, he because he speaks the truth though yep <laughs> but he's been saying that for so long that oh they 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 messed around with my twitter <clears throat> yeah yeah because sure? what it yeah. this week as well he's been brought to his attention that really bad people once again rigged the voting of his big return poll like shut up oh it's just he's horrible He's a horrible human being and nobody ever wants to see you again. Just retire. I always vote retire. You know, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I'm hoping that he does take it serious because you could just retire. Fuck off. I never saw the hype on this dude. Never. Like maybe when he first come out and you're like, oh God, look at this big dude. He's got a bit of a thing. And then you watch and you're like, actually, you're just nasty. You're, you're just shit. And then he talks and you're like, oh my God, you're just nothing. And now he's still talking. Like, there's a reason no one's offered you even outside work. Because you suck. Like, yeah, he sucks. Get rid. Idiot. He could be idiot of the year. You know? Pretty sure if we're ever stuck, we can pull up his Twitter and find something. Oh, yeah. Every every time. Every time. Right. Now you can't hide from it. <laughs> uh, right. Just to announce, oh. though, we are giving Geo. The, this week off, he's not reviewing anything. We'll look look through what's been suggested because uh, of so much wrestling this week that Geo will obviously have to take in to go through next week. Um, we're not going to um, we're not going to make him watch anything. So this will be the last one. You have a week off, Geo. Oh my god! But you did After, get <laughs> it, this. This is rough. The nine thousand seater stadium <laughs> in Mississippi. <laughs> this was rough. Um. The 1996 uncensored. You didn't feel it. You did, the Doomsday Cage match wasn't enough for you. <laughs> oh my god! Did you watch the pre-show? 
<laughs> I watched. Okay, so it started with uh, Jerry Lynn versus Dean Malenko. I think he was Mr. JL at the time, wasn't it? This was mid-96. Yeah. Um, wow, the pre-show match is total 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. That tells me everything I need to know. But Mr. JL versus Dean Malenko. Two brilliant cruisers, which would have been a great match, got three minutes 20. Oh, my good Lord. How grim. And this would be like a dream match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it followed with Jim Duggan versus... Oh, another new name. Every time we do these, Bossman has a different <laughs> name. This was Big Bubba Rogers right now um, against Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Man, in 96. Nobody wanted to see that in 96. I'm not going to lie. Oh, that's grim. Uh, Dick Slater with Colonel Robert Parker taking on Alex Wright. Oh, my God. Nothing become of him. He was like the British dude, wasn't he, Alex Wright? Dick's... He was German. Oh, was he? I'm sure he was British. He comes from somewhere British. Oh, he's right. very I'm Googling. German. I'm Googling because I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> his, his dad is Steve Wright, who was a British wrestler, but he was okay. born in Germany. Yes, I was about to say because he is very, very German. Like his voice is, his voice is, and <laughs> everything about him. Like he's just like, yes, I am Alex Wright. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, he's opened a wrestling school actually now called the Wright Stuff in Germany. There you go. Yeah, he trained useless uh, information. Uh, Who? He's trained a couple of the NXT UK guys. Oh okay, okay. Um, and then the final match of the pre-show was the Steiner Brothers versus the Nasty Boys. Went to a no contest. You know, waste. Right, let's get on with it. Opened up with the United States title on the line. Conan versus Eddie Guerrero. Damn. It's such a weird, dodgy ending. Like, Eddie Guerrero went up for a leapfrog and Conan headbutted him in the nuts. It like they played it off like, oh man, Conan didn't realize that was a low blow and got the pinfall. It was like really weird. Oh my god, that, yeah, it sounds so WCW. <laughs> that you, if you was watching any other pay per view, you'd be like, what? But because it's WCW, you're like, yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, Conan retained. I think he was champion going into it already. Yeah, um, yeah. The WCW United States Championship. No. Uh, the Belfast Bruiser. Hey, hold on. Because this is where I was getting to the other week before we, we you know, before we ended the show when we when we went over this. The, the name of the show was uncensored. The gimmick of the show is no rules, no DQs. How did this match end, sir? <laughs> Disqualification. <laughs> oh you advertise the show. With no rules. <laughs> no rules, no nothing. And there's a DQ. Wow. Yes. Fit Finley, or Belfast Bruiser at the time, beat <laughs> William Regal by disqualification. In the... Finley had the fucking mustache. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. It's Finley. <laughs> It's Fit Finley with like the Irish mustache. <laughs> oh Lord. But yeah, in an uncensored, no rules pay-per-view, we had a DQ. Um amazing. Yeah, it in the mustache. I was like, oh man, fit Fit Finley. Amazing. Um then Colonel Robert Parker was back out, took on Medusa. Oh geez. Um yeah. And and one Robert Parker beat up Medusa. I'm sure that was fun. This sounds horrible. I think we'll just go on. The best part about it was Dusty Rhodes' commentary. Like he's just having a ball with it. Like he's like, "Oh, Daddy, look, she fucking body slammed him." (laughs) 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 Oh my god! I don't even. Oh Jesus! Like sometimes the match is bad, but the commentary is great. And like, yeah, because you think that WCW, WCW guys realize, like, oh God, we are so screwed. <laughs> I'm Bobby Heenan and Dusty Rhodes will just like give off, and you can tell they just don't give two fucks 
And that's what, like, there's a Saturday night where he's like, oh, ma, he hit him with the bicycle. (laughs) He hit him with a bicycle. (laughs) Oh, dear. But, yeah, Colonel Robert Parker picked up the win. And then we had Diamond Dallas Page taking on the booty man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Brutus the Barber Beefcake was the booty man. One of the worst Brutus the Barber Beefcake gimmicks. And he had Kimberly Page, weren't it, as the booty babe? (laughs) It was originally supposed to be Johnny B. Bad, but he went and left at that time because he was like, oh, no, my wife Sable does not approve of me doing this. I'm in love with another woman gimmick. Wow. Yeah, we see where that landed him. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, he was with, what, Diamond Dallas Page's <laughs> wife, weren't it? it? was the booty babe. The booty man and the booty babe beat Diamond Dallas Page, to be fair. was actually a victory for the booty man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I can't stop the booty man. Please. Oh, I can't. Because Was that, yeah, that was the, the disciple was all that was left, wasn't it? I think. After that, yeah, I think it was just the disciple and then he was done. <laughs> like, for fuck's sake, stop it. Um, right now we're getting into the big big matches. First of all, the world WCW heavyweight title number one contender match. Um the giant the giant, which obviously is big show, with Jimmy Hart taking on oh, Loch Ness. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure you British folk know who Loch Ness is more than well, like it's, a it's a it's a monster, apparent monster in the Scottish seas. He he was indeed British <laughs> yeah, wrestling giant, legend giant, giant Hicks. Yeah, who was actually Loch Ness. <laughs> oh god, I don't want to see that. Ninety-six giant haystacks pretending to be Loch Ness. Uh, but yeah, the, the giant the didn't take that. Can you can you see how long the match lasted? Yeah, two minutes thirty-four seconds. Uh huh. <laughs> it was just to get over that the giant's a big badass and he can beat the. The biggest of dudes. Uh, then the two main events, it was kind of a joint main event. Uh, first one was a oh. Chicago street fight. Sting and Booker T took on the Road Warriors. This match yes. was 30 minutes. Okay. So the gimmick of this match was it's Sting and Lex Luger were the tag champions, but Lex Luger was busy with the cage. So he had to go and make himself, a, he had to go find himself a partner for this. And he chose Booker T because they were also feuding with the Harlem Heat at the time, and the whole thing was like, well, can Harlem Heat be trusted? So during the match, Booker T and I believe Animal are wrestling back, like they brawl to the back, and they bump into Lex Luger, who's getting ready for his match, he's like posing and shit. So then he just attacks the guy, handcuffs him, and it becomes a two-on-one. (laughs) He's like, you interrupted my posing. Oh, jeez. That just sounds horrible. And then I've just read, like, the bit before you've even said, like, the main event was a Doomsday Cage match, right? And let me just read. Let me just read this bit here that that explains about the match. The main event Doomsday Cage match was a stacked cage with several compartments. Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan were forced to fight their way down through the cage, starting on the roof. Um, At some point, Lex Luger punches Ric Flair with a loaded glove, and the booty man interferes. And gave Hogan and Savage frying pans. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god. So it was Hogan and Savage against the team that were out to end Hulkamania. Is that right? Or like the Mega Powers? The Alliance. The Alliance, the Alliance to end Hulkamania. So and that was Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Meng, the Barbarian, Lex Luger, Taskmaster, Z, Z Gangster, which is Debo. Tommy Debo, um, and the ultimate solution, um, with it just says Miss Elizabeth, Jimmy Hart, and woman Nancy Benoit. Oh my gosh! Oh, that was I, the three I, valets, apparently. I got into it a bit of history, I'll, I'll do it again for a little refresher. Ultimate solution was actually. Movie star and former pro wrestler Big Jeep Swanson, who played Bane in a Batman movie. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. I did not know that. But yes, that was, was the alliance. Really horrible one. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. I love that I could say a horrible one and you know exactly which yeah, one I mean. I know the one yeah, you mean. Yeah, yeah, it was the horrible one. It makes it makes a lot of sense that he'd be a WCW <laughs> main eventer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, so Lex so Savage eventually got the pin after Lex Luger punched Flair with a loaded glove. It just sounds horrible. It just sounds like twenty five oh, minutes of your life that you just wish you got back. It the the cage is basically the ready to rumble cage. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's basically the ready to rumble cage, and they had a fight from the top, get to the bottom, and escape the ring to win. Jeez, grim. It sounds it, fucking it's, grim. As stupid as it sounds. Yes. I hate you guys for this. Yeah, I know. Um. Damo literally just posted as we're coming to the end. Bianca Bella has changed her profile pic to clippings of Becky Lynch's hair. She's turning heel. She's turning heel. I think so. I think so. And I think that is what she needs. Um, She does actually need it. Uh, I think it will save her. You know, sometimes when you can just feel that a crowd aren't into it, turn them heel, let them hate you and come back. Uh, hope that they 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 cheer you. I think that's what they need to do. And I think that's what they're trying to do with the profits. I think this is the heel turn before Montez Ford goes off on his own. Because even The Rock said about Montez Ford's going to be a future chap just because of his mouth. Yeah. Um, mm. And I've always said it. Montez Ford is going to be absolutely fine. And Bianca needs this right now. You know, maybe she could even do some stuff with like heel profits. Might help. Um, but yeah. Right, that's it. Because I'm gonna take. We need naps, but I've got things to do. It's late. It's it's not easy for us British people this week. <laughs> um, right. Thank you guys so much. I do appreciate your time as always. Um, Geo, obviously, you get a week off, so try and enjoy it, my man. No, no, no week off. He has to watch all of the wrestling with us now. Yeah. That's his. That's and guys, his if you do want to get involved, come chat with us. Join the Pundit Network Discord. Uh, there's lots happening in there this week with so much wrestling. Me, Geo, Damo, will be around. We, Come and check us out. Are we doing any watch-alongs or anything? Yeah, we, all we, of them. There's we, a there's a schedule. I was going to ask, are we, are we suffering together? Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. whole schedule every day of wrestling, apart from Thursday, but I think we're going to try and find... Oh, no, ah, impact, impact matches have been announced. Oh, okay, cool. So, yeah, we're watching everything in Discord. Everything. <gasps> so we'll oh. suffer with you this week, okay? Okay. <laughs> and we'll be back next Tuesday. If you can't catch any of it with us, to obviously go through everything that we experience. Guys, enjoy WrestleMania and I'll uh, I'll catch you all next week.